0: One welcome to the Yawa Radio Podcast. The Yawa Radio Podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, four thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are your well-being and happiness radio station, bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. Check us out at yawaradio.com. Uh, Now sit back and enjoy this podcast from
1: the Yawa radio team. You're listening to Yawa radio, your truly feel-good radio station. Welcome to the Happiness Hour with me, Carolyn King, where we increase the happiness in the world one story at a time. So today I am really excited to share with you Raquel from Magical Witch Goddess, now, we've never had a witch on the show before, so this is really exciting for me. Raquel was born into a lineage of Stragers, which is Italian witch. She's been one since birth and has read runes and tarot by the age of seven and the pendulum by nine. She thought spirits were just friends as a child. Her happy times were being in the forest for hours, just being one with the earth. She is a high priestess in the Wiccan faith and finds herself these days as an eclectic witch. She creates high vibration, intensive healing spaces for women who are drawn to remembering sacred feminine, feminine energy, an ancient deep dwelling part of humanity and earth that has been repressed. Feminine energy is something that we have in overflowing, jewel encrusted goblet fools. But we have been talked out of listening to, understanding and trusting it. By unlocking her own inner feminine nature, she brought about profound healing and she now knows that that's what she's here to do. She is a frontline journey of awakening the goddess within. Welcome to the show, Raquel. I am really excited to have you on the show today. Just reading your intro, it's got me intrigued in so many ways. But let's start with diving into to you and your story. Tell us a bit about you.
2: Thank you for having me on. I'm very excited. Um, so a little about me. I, like you said, I am uh, a line of Stregas, which is an Italian witch, so through birth. And I didn't know anything different about that growing up. So growing up, I knew I was a witch. I made potions. I did runes. My mum did tarot cards. It was just very outdoor, natural-based. It wasn't until I became maybe into teenagehood I realised that I was a little bit different to other children. And, you know, I think when we become teenagers, we really want to, I think, become like everybody else, and conform so I think a lot of struggles came along that way whereas when I was a child I was able to find my happiness within the forest disappear for hours be outside and I was very an introverted child left to her own imagination and creatures friends but becoming a teenager it was a lot of my struggles occurred and and I did struggle with experimentation with alcohol and drugs and I guess um, my mum is a very free spirit and (laughs) I think definitely as a teenager I didn't have those boundaries maybe I was seeking. So um, I think how I was something that stayed me grounded throughout my, I think, teenage I was always had that line of still I did runes, I still did pendulum, and I would still do a lot of walks through forests and meditation. That was something I still did as a teenager. And I felt like that was my driving, saving or nature of myself going forward to my adulthood.
1: Um So growing up, you, you mentioned that you didn't have the boundaries that most teenagers would have. I used to, is that what then, then sent you down that pathway of trying or experimenting with drugs and alcohol?
2: Well, to be honest, my mum was a very open, free love, lesbian, natural hippie who gave me marijuana tea to help me sleep at night. So <laughs> from a young age that was, you know, kind of, I think, yeah, there was um, Adelaide also was very open with personal drug marijuana use. Yep. So, I think, yeah, that helped that really. It was kind of open to be acceptable in that stage and to be able to experiment with that. Um, So, I think, yeah, with lack of the boundaries and the struggling and being able to do it in a healthy way. And then, other kids who weren't able to experiment in a nice, healthy, supported way within their family it kind of led to a different lifestyle from them, which I didn't turn to. So, you know, there can be a, uh, I did have friends who turned to harder drugs and had died from drug overdoses, but I
1: didn't go down that path. Wow. that's And that's, that's a testament to you. Um, you also mentioned that growing up you didn't know any different because your environment was all, you know, witches. Yeah. When you became a teenager and you realised you were different, did that, stop your experiment did that stop how you worked with the witch your witch world or did you did you move away from it for a period of time or was it always a part of you how did it interact with your friend circle
2: so the interesting thing is I truly believe that once you've owned your path and you're on your path you never can walk away with it it is a daily path you take every single day so I never left it behind I would get teased by most boys and that bat, being, well, here comes the witch, here comes that. And, you know, for a time I embraced that and was very goth. I thought, well, I'll just run with this and be the ultimate goth. And you know, people would make jokes like, oh, is it Halloween day and things like that. But that was very short-lived. And I I think my friends just accepted that, that was a little bit different of me. So while I didn't walk away with it totally, I did put it to the side a bit, but. I always had these little magic bags I'd carry with me I always had to carry crystals or herbs or, you know, I was that teenager with a pocket full of crystals or something still. So I didn't walk away with it, but it was just I didn't have a lot of witch friends. I wish I had some more friends like Charmed, but I didn't have that. So I was that, you know, that solitary witch walking down the hallways and people weren't sure to be scared of me at some point or just be my friend.
1: So did that impact your mental well-being at that time
2: um I think definitely coming towards like I think grade seven and eight and all that you're just finding your path and you're okay mm. in that way but I think definitely as I got older because um I think definitely when I became like in my 14s 15s 16s and I started rebelling against I guess you know you would your parenthood and my mum was a single mom, and there wasn't many boundaries I think I did walk away from it a bit more I didn't know I saw a lot of spirits still yeah and I think drinking and I will say like a lot of people who on this path aren't really drinkers because we don't want to alter our mindset same with marijuana while we're working with spirits and I saw a lot of spirits and things that scared me for a while so I found I did kind of it was harder at that age explaining to people that I see spirits especially when you're drunk
1: (laughs) (laughs) they'll just say it's the drugs or the alcohol or whatever it is
2: that's right
1: so so it did affect your mental health to some degree then that
2: I feel like I did I feel like I actually feel like I feel like it more grounded me and kept me I feel like me having my path and being on that path actually helped my mental health more okay I feel like it was more positive because I felt if I didn't have my belief in my femininity, my goddess and of magic and being a witch, like I still had <clears throat> spell books from the age. So as soon as I learned to read my mum's friends, gave me spell books and I always did that for little spells here and then I felt like if I didn't have that focus and if I didn't have that belief, I may have turned to hard drugs or alcohol because that's kind of the group I was with who led that way. So I feel like, while my health, mental health was, it was suffering from my home life, I think, and the group of people I was around, my path kept me more grounded and solid.
1: That's amazing. that, And that's a great testament to you being so strongly on your path. Mm. So with all that stuff going around, I just have to ask, did you ever do a spell that was against someone to get back at them?
2: Oh, oh yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's the thing of being 13 or 14 being a witch. Everyone's like, "Oh, my boyfriend broke up with me." Curse him! Curse him. <laughs> but, you know, there was lots of grabbing, cutting boys' hairs in school, and putting them in witch jars with cat pee or dog poo, and you know all that stuff that was horrible and yucky, and you know that you could find, and you know there was always those hexing spells of an ex-boyfriend, things like that. Yeah, that was everyone loved me when it came to those When they were upset and heartbroken, I was the Famous person in school. Everybody came to me for that.
1: Did it ever backfire on you in any way? Um,
2: not so much in school. I think not so much. And no, because, you know, I it was for, I think, chits and giggles more than, you know, with their friends with broken hearts. But um, I think as I got a bit older, it made me, it wasn't so fun and it... it I got called a witch a lot when I try to date boys. They would be like, don't put witchcraft on me. Only like you could you put a spell on me or <laughs> things like that. And you were like, okay, no, that's not why, but not really doing magic. No, I don't feel like it ever really, not as a teenager, maybe definitely as I got older and I was practicing a lot more, but not as a teenager. No.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing all that. We are going to go into a short break. So so you are listening to Yawa Radio, where today I have Raquel from the the Magical Witch Goddess. Looking forward to chatting with Raquel some more after this short break. Yawa Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day.
0: Tune in to Yawa Radio every Sunday between 4 and 6 in the afternoon for the Calm and Joy show with me, Gabrielle Trainer. Each week I bring you the Calm and Joy book club. I chat with brilliant people all about how we can find more calm and joy in our complicated, messy lives and tons more, including top tunes, of course. So join me for the Calm and Joy show on Sundays from 4 p.m. on Yawa Radio. This, this
2: is Yawa Radio, your station for well-being and happiness.
1: Be happy, be inspired. Welcome back to the Happiness Hour, where today we're talking to the wonderful Raquel from Magical Witch Goddess. Now, before the break, Raquel was telling us all about her upbringing and how she essentially was born as a witch, having been born into a lineage of Strigas, which is an Italian witch. So it's a generational thing for Raquel. Now I'd love to chat to Raquel about how she's impacting the world, and I know she is because she's doing so much work around uh, witches and Wiccan work. And I'm a novice, so I am going to throw it over to Raquel to share with us what she does and maybe share with us what some of the different terms mean. Thank you for that.
2: Um, Yeah, so one of the big words I'm trying to reclaim within the world is the word witch. Yep. So I really want women, I feel like for many years women have been scared of calling themselves a witch, saying they're a witch, and also – saying things like, oh, no, I don't want to be a witch, witches are scary-looking, witches are this and that. And I try and teach them that in the old days, well, from 10,000 B.C., a witch was a sacred woman. It was a belief in the goddess mother. And there's every single culture in the world from the carvings and the descriptions and everything they find gave homage to the goddess mother. So And it was considered the goddess mother cult. And it wasn't until 1021 AD that John Pope Benedict VIII killed his first heretic, which was a witch. And that became the 753 years of burning of witches. Oh, wow. Yep. So it was a long time. And, you know, I get emotional thinking about that because there's so many innocent women, children, and even men who were murdered. And these people who were murdered were, and which comes back to the word of wise one. So a witch in the olden days before now were the midwives, the female healers and doctors and medicine women with the herbs and um they were the women who looked after other children, they were they were the ones who worked off the earth of planting, gardening, the wise women who gave advice, the seers, you know, it wasn't just that hocus pocus which they had many roles served a community and in fear of women having their intuition and their power and being able to help heal and grow a community is when the burning times came and that's what we call it so my job really is i feel like in the past year especially with covid and beyond women have had a lot of time on their own and they've started to feel things and they've started to notice things and they're coming into themselves going i get a lot of women who message me going I might be a witch how do I know if I am a witch and I say well you know do you love nature do you listen to intuition do you know when something's going to happen to your child or someone else like it's really simple things like the path of witchcraft magic is really an individual part of your connection to nature and the earth we're all connected.
1: So you don't have to be born into a witch lineage is that what you're saying?
2: No not at all but I believe as a woman we are. Okay. So believe, all are, are all believe,
1: women witches then?
2: I, I believe we all are, have a form of magic and witchcraft within us because we all are goddesses that give birth to the earth. We give birth. So we are, continu- we are like Mother Nature. We then procreate and we give birth. So it is in us. We're already creating magic with the birth process.
1: Well, so even those women that don't give birth, either because they can't or don't choose to,
2: but they also go through cycles. Yes, that all other women do. So I don't know if you've heard of the maiden mother crone. So that is a cycle of womanhood as well. So, you know, the maiden is young, fresh, all new. The mother, it doesn't mean the mother as in giving birth. The mother is in a time of place where she is knows who she is, she's starting to learn who she is. It's a time, of phase of her life, and then she goes to the crone, which we become wiser, we become more in tune with ourselves and nature. So, like, birth, death, it that's what kind of how it goes. You don't have to, and I've had this discussion with who, transgender who perceives themselves also with the feminine yep. and explain that if they go down that path of the feminine and really link into it, there's also witchcraft. And there are male witches, don't forget. Back in times, warlocks, there's medicine men, still around from many cultures around the world. We have voodoo practitioners. They're witches. They're voodoo witches. Oh, so, wow, okay. Yeah.
1: So the word means a lot more than, I guess, what we just see on TV in the shows like Charmed exactly. and all those other shows that, that sort of glorify it all.
2: Exactly. So I think a lot of a lot of people think witch as hocus-pocus, um, charmed, you know, Disney, witch with the water and the things like that. But many witches still this work, especially in Africa, Eastern Europe, like Romania, places like that, witches over there are very revered. People seek them for information and to help with knowledge and even healing. It still happens around the world.
1: That's beautiful. And so we go from which, and you mentioned the word goddess. What, yeah. does, what does that mean then?
2: Okay. So I think that's a very um, new age word, but women are happy to align themselves more with that. And to be a goddess, there are, you can go through way back in time of goddesses who, you know, like Aphrodite, the goddess of love, passion and all that. And goddess is really about recognising yourself as a goddess and form so you have a power within you and we all have a power within us to be an archetype so i don't know if some people might have read the book women who run with wolves and it's all about working out different archetypes for different phases in our life for different situations in our life as well and the goddess is just really acknowledging the power you have within yourself the light within yourself and how you can illuminate yourself and others with light
1: that's that's beautiful and for those that don't know can you explain what an archetype is
2: yep yeah, so archetype is kind of like you would say uh how do I explain it? it's like a stereotype in a way it's um how do I explain it so I think sometimes women you know have a belief system that they're just the mother and that's their role yeah and then it's about you know, and working through that archetype of what a mother should be, how they should act, how they That's should. That's like a trait, act. isn't it? That's right. So you know, when someone says, oh, "I'm just a stay-at-home mum," and they put themselves in this box of just stay-at-home mum, and you know, they're not just a stay-at-home mum. They're a cook. They're a witch in the in the house. Do you know what I mean they're cooking for their family? They're trying to nurture their family. They're also they've got many roles within that stay-at-home mum role. That's just an example.
1: I love it. Now, getting back to to witches, you you call yourself yes. an eclectic witch.
2: Yes. Is that a witch that
1: works by themselves, or what's an eclectic? Um,
2: witch? Okay, so eclectic witch is someone who takes magic from different parts. Oh, so, okay. So wicca. So the interesting thing, wicca is actually a religion. So right. wicca was pra- created in the nineteen fifties by a man who re- who reawoke the witches. Rule has just re-evoked what um, a new witch order, I guess, and he created Wicca. So I was initiated as a high priestess in the Wicca religion. And that's when there came um, the Wiccan read, which is, you know, whatever you go put out into the earth comes back to you threefold, kind of like karma. And But moving away from that, that was James Gardner. So moving away from that, a lot of witches aren't Wiccan right and not all wiccans are witches oh okay because wiccan is also just acknowledging the earth and the natural practices of the earth so you know celebrating you know beltane which is a spring festival things like that
1: yeah oh wow so how do you help awaken or what do you do now with your business in terms of helping witches do you do you bring them together do you what do you do
2: yeah so one of the main things, I felt like there was a big drive for women trying to have connections, especially yeah. through what we've been for the past few, couple of years and um, getting together. So uh, going back to being a collective witch, um, I also studied hoodoo and I studied, I say I'm a green witch, so I'm very earth-based, forest-based, herb, natural healing-based. And so my role with women is women or anyone who wants to join, But the way I teach is I have workshops for women. So we gather within circle. I teach them about protecting themselves from energies, um, trying to protect themselves from their own thoughts as well, trying to reawaken the goddess within them. So trying to lighten some light within themselves. And that becomes through meditation. I do a meditation to the mother goddess, um, balancing their chakras. But a lot of it is drawn to them to remembering the sacred feminine energy within them. Mm -hmm. And that can come sometimes, it can come through movement, it can come through a bit of dance, it can come through some yoga movement and it's really spending time within circle, holding space and getting them to think when they're meditating, going to their happy spot, I guess, their happiness spot, what makes them happy and seeing what messages come forward for them, um, and really trying to go to that deep part of themselves and finding out who they truly are and what draws them to life and what makes them happy, what's congruent to their life. Like a lot of women have changed um, careers after being with me, started relationships, left relationships. It's about what works, trying to teach women what works within their life
1: path. I love that, and especially now with what's going on, you've really created a connection, a place for the sisterhood to come together and feel connected, which for most, I know there's a lot of mental health issues going on at the moment, what we need is more connection. So you've created a safe space where they can connect with other beautiful souls, but at the same time you're really sharing and educating with them what it means to be a witch as well, aren't you? That's right. So I run workshops teaching the old ways as well.
2: So the old ways are simply like how to make incense from herbs, from oils, and these incenses can be used for protection, for cleansing, for healing, for immunity, to get rid of sickness. And, it's you know, it is a witch practice, but they also do that in the church. They still burn those incenses and purification in the church. So the church took a lot of witchcraft practices as well. I teach them how to... Um, invoke the goddess within themselves so how do they bring you know wisdom to themselves when they need it most as well
1: that's beautiful well we are going to go have have to go into another short break you are listening to the happiness hour where today i have the wonderful raquel from magical witch goddess looking forward to chatting with raquel some more after this short break yower radio for your well-being and happiness be happy be inspired This is
0: Yawa Radio. Attention, please. We at Healthspan would like to tell you something that, quite possibly, you didn't already know. Not all supplements are created equal. I know. Who'd have thought? We travel the entire globe to find the best ingredients for our vitamins and supplements. From the southern slopes of India for our turmeric, to the cold, crisp seas of Greenland for our cod liver oil. Because that's the Healthspan way. Well, there you go. It's not every day you learn something new, is it? We're Healthspan. That's healthspan.co.uk. Vitamins and supplements. In store or direct to your door. You're listening to Yawa Radio and we love to bring you details of the inspirational book of the week. This week's inspirational book is The Art of Being Kind by Stefan Einhorn. Stefan says a person who is kind is on the path to success. Who doesn't want to be successful? Who doesn't want to be good? We can be both if we just choose To be kind. Stefan says being nice has nothing to do with being spineless, letting yourself be exploited by others, or volunteering to do the things you don't want to do. We have everything to gain by being good to those around us. In this book, Stefan shows how kindness is the single most important factor in achieving success and satisfaction in life. Being a good person can make you happier, more successful and fulfilled. So this week's inspirational book is The Art of Being Kind by Stefan Einholm.
1: And welcome back to the Happiness Hour, where today I have the wonderful Raquel from Magical Witch Goddess. So before the break, Raquel was sharing with us all sorts of things about what it means to be a witch, what Wiccan means, what goddess means and archetypes and how she has created a safe environment of connection for women to really connect with the sisterhood and how she's really educating and empowering women with, with the knowledge of the old ways, which I absolutely love, Raquel. I think it's beautiful what you're doing. How do you personally look after your mental and emotional well-being, given everything that's going on in the world, given that giving that you, you give so much to your circles when you're holding the space for the women that you bring together or the, the beautiful souls you bring together? How do you look after your own mental and emotional well-being? Okay, so a really, this is a really
2: big question. And self-care is a really big thing. And I find that the more I give to women and the more I engage with the goddesses and we walk, work on a path together, that I'm able to do more self-care for myself as well. And I feel like it's a circle of giving and receiving. One of the big things I say to a lot of people, even if you live in the suburbs, is get outside barefoot on grass. Grass, even wet grass um, has a different frequency, and it also helps align your own frequency helps with inflammation as well, so get out there and ground. you know I have held a few moon circles where I've made people get outside put their feet in the mud, and some people like'm like, oh, I might really squish your feet in that mud <laughs> and feel it and it's squishy, but it feels good and it's nice and You may get outside when it rains a little bit, just that first lights of rain, just cleanse yourself. Um, I do a lot of that. When we have sunlight, I've got myself a hammock just laying in that sun with a book, just laying there with my face on the sun, laying, if you've only got a driveway, lay outside on your driveway, sit out there with sunlight on you. Vitamin D soothes your soul. Um, Another big thing, if I'm feeling ungrounded or really anxious or feeling like my vibrations are kind of, Shooting off because I am an empath is having a salt bath. Mm-hmm. So, having a bath and filling it with Himalayan salt, your body's mostly made of water and salt. And salt, we all know, is a very cleansing to the body and it's very grounding. So, I have a lot of salt baths. I always bathe before I hold my circles and also when I come home.
1: Okay, is that to cleanse yourself before and to cleanse yourself after? Is that why you do that?
2: I do, yep, yeah, definitely. To, for cleansing before and after, but also for grounding. So when I get home, I'm grounded back into my space. I'm grounded back into her, to who I am as well. And that just feels like it realigns me. And it's, it's water's beautiful on your body. It's soothing. It feels nice and it's self-care.
1: Oh, that's lovely. Is there anything else you do to look after yourself? Um,
2: I'm blessed enough to be not far from nature, but I do a lot of walks. So, and I, this might be funny, but I pick flowers from the ground. I put them inside my house. Some buy myself bunches. I, um, I know women, women haven't really taught me very much to buy themselves flowers or pick themselves flowers, but I do do that. Garden is a good one. Getting my hands in the dirt. Um, yeah. There's so much nature. I'm just so very naive I just can't stress enough for people. I know we have, you know, it's hard to get out sometimes a long of to get to that piece of grass, just get out there, sit in nature, look at the sky, you can get out in a full moon, just close your eyes, look at that full moon, imagining it all over yourself, that white light, they're the things I would tell people to do, just reconnect with nature
1: and get outside. I love it. Well, we are gonna go into another short break. You are listening to The Happiness Hour, where today I have the beautiful Raquel from Magical Witch Goddess. Looking forward to chatting with Raquel some more after this short break. Hi, this is Steve Gamlin, the voice of the Motivational Firewood Hour here on Yawa Radio. Join me for three brand new episodes each week at 7 p.m. in the UK, not at my house, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Plus, we even managed to sneak in some replays on the days in between. I look forward to having you along with me in the Motivational Firewood Hour, right here on Yawa Radio.
0: This this is
2: Yawa Radio, your station for well-being and happiness.
1: Be happy. Be inspired welcome back to the Happiness Hour, where today I have the lovely Raquel from Magical Witch Goddess. Before the break, Raquel was sharing with us how she looks after her own mental and emotional well-being, given everything that she does. But what I'd like to do, and I know that we've had tips throughout this whole conversation, because Raquel was sharing what she does, so there's tips in that. But Raquel, do you have any other tips that you'd like to share with our listeners for them to look after themselves? Whether it's a Wiccan tip, or a witch tip, or you know, a personal.
2: Yeah, so coming from, I think most people know about cleansing themselves. One of the biggest thing is with your home. When you come home, is to cleanse your house. So, and that gets rid of energy of anyone walking through the house for yourself, and you can do that with loose sage. Rosemary is a great one for antibacterial. Helps with any infections in the air anything like that and leaving windows open so one of the big tips is get fresh air into your house even if it's freezing at least get a whole fresh air just running through your house with some um, smoke to cleanse another good thing is shake things up in your house declutter if you can or just move things around get your energy flowing within your house so move things around declutter change the sheets simple things like that
1: I love that. And and getting back to the cleansing, does it have to be herbs or can you use essential oils in a diffuser? I've always wondered that.
2: Yeah, so you can use essential oils in a diffuser. Smoke has a different way of cleansing. It is thicker and it grabs onto things and it flows out the house quicker. Okay. So that's why we use smoke because it it attracts anything and it has a quicker way of dispersing because you really want it to be going through the house, through open windows, and you want through front and back doors.
1: Love it. Well, thank you so much. I think that's a really powerful tip. And especially when people are feeling a bit off, maybe it's about time that they cleanse the house. And I'm a big advocate of opening up your windows and letting the breeze, like, just whoosh out the energy from the house. That's right. So, Raquel, I know our listeners are going to want to reach out to you. Where can they find you?
2: So I'm on Facebook on Magical Witch Goddess, also on Instagram, so Magical underscore witch underscore goddess so you're able to find me there i do have a private um social page but that's more for witches and goddesses who work with me but you can find me on facebook and
1: instagram i love it well thank you so much for your time today and thank you so much for sharing your story you are my first witch on the show and it's been it's been a true honour to, to chat with you and listen to how you were brought up, listen to how you're actually impacting the world and, and helping people really connect back with that those ancient ways and having that sisterhood. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank,
2: thank you for having me. It was good just to be able to chat and maybe enlighten a few people who are unsure as well.
1: And I think that, that was the other reason I thought it would be great to have you on the show because there's a lot of misinformation out there about witches and Wiccans and yeah. goddess work and some people may find them separate, some people may lump them all in together, but it it, it was great to get some clarification from you today. So thank you. Thank you. And, of course, if you would like to check out more of YOWA Radio's full program schedule, you can check them out on yowaradio.co.uk, online 24-7. Please check them out. Amazing shows, great music. If you would like more information about how I'm working at increasing happiness in the world, you can check out my website at empoweredhappiness.com. And finally, a big thank you to you, our listeners, for taking the time out today to listen to the Happiness Hour. This is YOWA Radio, your wellbeing and happiness radio station.
0: A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.co.uk. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk uk once again a big thank you for taking the time out to listen this is the yawa radio podcast copyright
1: applies